Hey everybody, welcome to the show, Second Wind, the inaugural podcast for the Stride Report covering Division 2 cross country and track and field. Today we have an awesome guest for the very first episode. He hails from Tarleton State. His name is Quentin Lassitzer and we're very excited to have him on the show. Um, Quentin, um, you're on the line. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Let us know a little bit about you, where you're from. Hey guys, I'm Quinn Lasser. I'm um, from Waco, Texas, and I'm a junior here at Tarleton, and I'm excited to be on the show. Awesome, man. So, uh, first of all, this first question, how long have you been running for? Um, when did you start this uh, long-distance thing? I uh, started in about seventh grade in junior high, and then ever since then, just been running, so it's been a while now. Yeah, and so, uh, obviously, you went to Tarleton State. What... What went into going to Tarleton State? You know, when did you first realize that you had the potential to run um, after high school? Uh, and what made you want to pursue this in college? Um, it was really, I guess, my senior year. Um, I went ahead and my senior year was 2015. And I won individually at my district um, title. And our head coach was here. He was recruiting a my teammate that runs with me, Jamie Mayer, he's also on the Charleston team. We both went to high school together um, in Waco, Texas, and he was on just you meet, and um, me and him had a good outing there, and he came up to us, and he was like, hey, you're just a long team. And so me and him were like, heck yeah. And so that's kind of what started it all. They like, give us the opportunity and choice to come to Charleston State. And did was there no other schools or anything? You know, Tarleton was your number one choice. Obviously, you and your teammate made the decision together. But uh, did you think it, you could go anywhere else at all? Um, I went to multiple visits. Um, a bunch of our conference rivals actually in the Lone Star Conference, like um, Texas A&M Commerce and uh-huh. um, Cameron University, and then um, multiple um, Division One, Miami Dade, Walk On, and whatnot. But when it came down to it, um, just staying with my teammate, Jolin, and uh, uh, the coaching and talk and everything like that just really appealed to us, and so we made the decision. Okay, so talk about Tarleton a little bit. You know, talk about its atmosphere. What's the culture like on the team? Um, how has Coach Ponder, you know, um, really brought everybody together um, and made everybody feel welcome there? Yeah, you know, this year is very different from the past two years on the Juno. Um, this time, you know, I think everyone, the main thing is everyone did their job this summer, I think, and everyone came in a great, decent shape. I think that's been a big difference, and um, we have zero seniors on the team so far this year. So, like, we're we're heading the right direction, um, really young team, and Coach Connor's done a great job this year with um, – just keeping our mileage up and with workouts, they're a little different than last year. Um, we're doing a little bit more mileage, which I think is really helping us out. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, so my next question is, you, you guys have had a successful start to the season. Uh, you finished 14th, I believe, last year at the South Central Regional. Not good enough to go to Nationals. Uh, um, you kind of got left in a hole when Dylan Willett and Chase Rathke kind of left. Um, they might have been mm-hmm. a little bit before you, but... Um, you, you mentioned everybody did their job this summer, you know, has, has that been the only thing to help the successful start of the season, uh, or, um, is it a little bit of maturity as well? You know, you and Johan are both juniors, um, and you guys are kind of the leaders of that team, I think. So what, what has gone into all of that? 
Yeah, me and Tim just really just tried to lead this team. Um, we have a couple other teammates like um, Mikey Simco and Jared Eldano uh, that came in our second pretty class. And I think we've all just really just developed well. And just like I said, we've done, the, we've done our job. Each, each and every one of us done it over the summer. I mean, as you can tell, um, all of our times have dropped drastically this season. Um, especially at A&M, we have a team average of um, – 25-10, which is yeah. pretty good. Um, we beat multiple division ones. I think that meet just really showed that um, our training and our progression and maturity is really, really showing off. And especially throughout the season at uh, Mississippi College, you know, that team was ranked third in their region. And we went in there and um, did our job there. And we got our spread to 31 seconds. Um, and then this past weekend, we went to Texas and Commerce. And um, unfortunately, BBU did not run their A-team. Um, we kind of noticed that the first mile we were by ourselves. Yeah. So um, we just went in there and got a perfect score and then dropped our um, our spread time down to 27 seconds. So I just think the team is maturing very well and they're running as a pack. So that's some really good things that I'm seeing. Yeah, uh, so your depth is huge. You know, you just mentioned 27-second spread between one and five. Um in that, in that South Central region, you know, I feel like that's the way you guys are going to have to compete, and I think you guys know that as well. Um, arguably the toughest region to qualify out of. Uh, you've got some heavy hitters in there, but, you know, I, I look at these times, you know, and we can go over to uh, where you guys did at, I think it was Texas A&M, you know, 25-10 spread. You know, you got Johan at 24-43, you at 24-59. Um, Justin at twenty five sixteen. You guys are you guys are crushing it. And uh, how important is that depth to you guys? You know, do you guys talk about that um, after practice or after meets and stuff like that? Yeah, our biggest thing in practice is running as a pack, staying together, and getting that gap as um, as close as possible. Can they? When it comes down to conference and regional, that's what matters. That's what the average states do. You know, the Colorado mind, they uh, they just they stay together and run fast. And I think that's what um, we're striving for. And with that Texas A&M meet, we know um, they really showed us that we know that we're fit and we can hang with the big dogs. Something that's going to really pay off from this postseason. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, my next question is about the South Central region. Um, one, talk a little bit about that region, how you guys feel going into it. Um, you know, you've got Dallas Baptist, you've got Adam State, Western State, Colorado Mines. Um, UCCS has had a successful season so far. Same with Metro State. I'm sure you know all these names already, but talk about um, what's the game plan? What are you guys expecting to do uh, when it comes to regional time? You know, you'll go to conference, you know, I'm sure you'll get a nice confidence boost there, but talk about regionals. I'm sure that's your main goal right now. Yeah, I mean, we're just striving for at least um, top five, you know. Um, we know the heavy hitters, you know, the out states, just like I said, the Mines, you know, Westerns, they're going to be there. And so we just got to go in there focused. And as a team, and like I said, you know, I try to emphasize that we need to Everyone do their job, run together, stay the pack. And I think um, some of these um, latter teams are, that have been constantly good are very beatable. Um, we have a tough team. I think that um, we can do it. Yeah. Um, I want uh, I want to bring up those rankings really quick. I, I think you guys were uh, – were you eighth last weekend or last yeah. week? Yeah, so eighth. You know, um, I don't think the win over Dallas Baptist, you mentioned this, they didn't run their A squad. Andrew Curry wasn't a part of that. He was the big name that I know. Um, mm-hmm. 
what do the rankings mean to you guys? Do they do they feel your fire a little bit? Do they get you a little amped up when you see that maybe you're potentially being a little disrespected a tiny bit, or do you guys kind of just see them and say, you know, it, they don't know who we are. They don't they don't see us work every day. Yeah, I mean, um, especially with Kane's on there, they're household names, you know. I think Peloton as a cross-country program is, you know, on the come up. You know, they really haven't heard of us. They're not, they're not sure who we are as a team. Um, like I said, most of the teams are household names. So um, I think we have what it takes to be, you know, ranked higher. We don't try to pay attention to ratings too much because when it comes down to race day, I mean, those don't really matter. So um, we just got to stay focused and um, put our heads down and get to work. Yeah, absolutely. So, you guys are headed to Denver, Colorado for that cross-country meet. It's a 10K. You know, you're moving up 2,000 meters from uh, what you yep. normally run all year. What are you? What steps are you guys taking? What steps has Coach Ponder instituted? What has he done in, in order to help you guys race at 5,000 feet? You know, I, you guys are at sea level. It's a huge change. I know Dallas Baptist went up there just recently to kind of figure it out, experience it, and I think, yeah. you know, they... They felt the altitude a little bit. You know, Andrew Curry, I think he, he was still a top 10 performer, finished eighth and whatnot. But what are you guys doing down in Wake or down in Texas to help um, help with that? It's a big change for you guys. You know, you might be redlined a little bit earlier than anticipated, partly because the 10K and partly because you're at 5,000 feet. Yeah, it's going to be a tough challenge, but I think we're ready for it. Coach, um We've done a great job with, like I said, bumping up the mileage and uh, doing longer workouts, longer tempos, um, fast stuff intervals just to get us ready for, um, you know, with intervals with less, have less oxygen, just faster stuff, less recovery, and then with longer tempos for the 10K and whatnot. And uh, we've been hammering that. The team's been doing good. Good. Um, pack running is what we try to work on there in practice on every workout. I think that's really going to show. Um, when we go up to regionals, I think we'll have a very different outcome than the past couple of years. Okay, okay. And so um, that, that makes me excited. Um, as someone who's seen the South Central region, I've I run that course at Wash Park, bef- Wash Park before. Um, are you guys training on grass, um, hard dirt? Um, is that part of going into it as well? I'm sure um, you guys have seen that course at least once before, right? Yeah, we ran it our freshman year. Yeah, okay. Um, it's a very nice, fast course. You know, I liked it. Um, we did some interval stuff on grass. Um, we have a couple dirt roads out here. And so we've just been um, hammering that and uh, getting ready for it. We're ready. But uh, I think our main goal right now is uh, conference. You know, WT is a good team. I know they're, they're always in the rankings and respect that team. Um, they've won the conference the past five years, actually. So, um we're just kind of focused on conference right now and uh, try to give them a battle and go from there and then uh, the course on regionals and uh, making a big statement there and hopefully getting the nationals good. Absolutely. Um, so... I'm looking at the Lone Star in these rankings right now. Um, Dallas Baptist isn't a part of it. It would have been nice to see them this weekend. Um, you got West Texas A&M um, right behind you in these rankings. Uh, is that is that the biggest competition that you guys have, or at least feel is the biggest competition in the Lone Star? Oh yeah, they're they're a, they're a great team. They're always a great team. You know, they're um, they're always ready to go. They're just a very tough team, and like I said, you know, they've won the past five, and 
we got to respect them and respect that, and um, we're going to have to compete with them and uh, we're going to give them a run for their money. Um, I think we're ready, and um, we'll just have to see. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we've talked about Coach Ponder quite a bit. He's been there 12 years. Um, he's helped create the program here at Tarleton State. Kind of, um, I'd consider you guys, I don't want to call you a household name, but I definitely know um, there are people that know who you guys are. You know, may, I think Chase Rath, he helped put you on the map, the same as Dylan Willett. Um, you know, talk about Coach Ponder a little bit. Talk about your coach. Talk about the guy that, you know, prepares you day in and day out to be successful. Yeah, Coach, I mean, Coach Ponder's a great guy. Um, I mean, he's there for us all the time. Um, very encouraging. He's, uh, I think he's really gotten some what he's done this year. Um, Workout-wise and mentally and everything like that. Um, like he said, he's coached the Nelson National Champion. So um, he knows what he's doing. Um, he knows what he's doing with this program. I think he's uh, leading us in the right direction. And um, I think we're going to make some big, uh, big noise and big statements this year. Okay. Um, so... We can we can move over a little bit to you. Uh, I look at your times here, just on Tifers. Uh, you know, Texas A and M was the fastest eight k you've put down. Uh, then you yeah. ran, so that was twenty four fifty nine. You know, and I just look. The last time you ran Texas A and M back in twenty sixteen, you ran twenty seven fifty five. So clearly, something's yeah. been working for you, man. What did you do this summer? What did you do in order to help make this jump? You know, these jumps just don't come randomly like this where you don't you don't play a sport or run a sport that it's just given to the most naturally talented you know you have to work for this so what did you do over the summer what did um uh did coach ponder give you workouts to do did you uh, obviously you upped your mileage you've talked about that so what does that look like what did you do well i, I really grinded this summer um i took um i stayed here in Seattle. I got told took some summer classes, so I got to mainly just focus on running. Um, I was by myself, so I got to focus on running, so I made sure you know, I was running twice a day, um, properly hydrated eating, and then I also had the, um, the access to our um, athletic training facilities so that helped me out a bunch. And uh, Coach Ponderson got uh, the schedule of our workouts and uh, for all summer, so... You know, I really grinded out, didn't miss a day, and just put my head down and worked out here in Stephenville. So what, what, okay, what was your highest week of mileage? Um, during the summer, it was probably about 70-ish to 80. Okay. And, uh, uh, right now, we're probably between uh, 80 and 90. Okay, so you are running a little bit more during the season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I... I, I I was going to ask about that. What is your? What does it look like? Are you all running somewhere around eighty to ninety miles? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mostly the um, mostly the eighteen, about I don't know, eight to nine guys were all we're all doing the same thing, same workouts, working together, um, doing all that. We did have a bunch of freshmen recruiting class, and um, they're a little less right now. You know, they're just trying to develop and get used to the collegiate running. But uh, we got a good group of uh, eight or nine that have, uh, we're putting in the miles and putting in the work, and it's, uh, I think it's really showing. Yeah, I, I would 100% agree with that. You know, you guys have um, you guys have shown up on the radar quite a bit um, early this year. Uh, I'm excited to see what you guys are doing at conference. So um, we talked about the mileage, the workouts, longer tempo, stuff like that. Um, 
you guys are doing strength work, I assume, you know, getting in the weight room, doing the things that you need to do um, basically to stay healthy. Uh, you've got your freshman class, but you mentioned four of you will, are on the same recruiting class. You're all leading this team a little bit. Um, are you guys leading by example, you know, trying to show these guys, hey, look, look at these jumps that we're making. It's easy. It's not easy, but you guys have the ability to do that as well in the future. Yeah, we just uh, we just try to lead these guys like, hey, this is uh, this is what it's gonna take, you know. Yeah. Um, long runs aren't easy, tempos aren't easy, intervals aren't easy. You know, like getting a mileage in at five forty-five in the morning every day, it's not easy. But I mean, you just gotta put your head down and put in the work. You know, that's what the sport's all about. You know, you get in what you uh, what you put out. So you know, just gotta we're just trying to lead by example. I think they're all doing a great job. Absolutely. Um, did you? Did I just hear you say you're up at five forty-five in the morning every day? Oh, every day. Every day we have practice uh, in the morning, and we have another uh, afternoon session. Wow! Wow! I don't think I ever woke up that early for practice. I woke <laughs> up that early. I never had to start practice that early. Yeah, that well, is... we got that. We got that Texas heat. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you got... Usually in the fall, the fall around already eight o'clock. It's already about eighty-five or ninety. So they got to yeah. get up for the sun. Yeah, um, talk about it a little bit. You know, that that's a different type of a training atmosphere. You know, you, people talk about, you know, living in Phoenix and, you know, having to get up before the sidewalks even get hot because it starts to get 90 degrees. Um, you know, in Colorado, it's freezing cold in the winter, but um, yep. is it like that year-round for you guys? Or do you kind of get to, you know, once you hit indoor and outdoor season, you kind of get to sleep in a little bit and just work it out in the afternoon or is it an all year affair? Um, it's usually we just finally just now got our, full, our first cold front other than that it's been in the 80s and 90s but um, so that's been pretty nice for us and then I guess it starts heating up again and we get March so we get a little couple maybe two or three months three months at the most of good cold, cold weather I'd call it cool name cold weather <laughs> um, for us but other than that um, the summer um uh, Summer-wise, it's very hot, but if anything, it makes us tougher as a team and as a um, individual-wise. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. So, uh, let's talk about D2 here really quick. Uh, obviously, the culture's a little bit different. Um, I, I don't know if you visited any D1s on any recruiting trips or anything, but can you talk about why you chose Division Two and wanted to run competitively? And then... After that, um, talk a little bit about uh, what kind of motivated you to make this big of a jump. You know, you said you stayed there over the summer to take some summer classes and um, what's part of making that jump, you know, to be a part of the national scene and um, compete at that highest level in, at D2? Yeah, um, I think Division 2 is uh, a little down, but um, than the Division 1s. Um, and there's great teams in the Division 2 including on State I think that team could go and beat some of the D1 guys but um, I mean the, the main reason why I chose Charlton and Division 2 is that most Division 1 there's different head coaches there's one head coach for cross country then there's going to be a different head coach for um, track mm-hmm. but here at uh, Charlton and uh, Division 2 uh, Coach Ponder he oversees he's a head coach for both cross country and track so we get to work with him year round don't have to switch, switch coaches or anything like that and then he's by our side um, and there for us. And I really like that. And uh, you don't get that with Division uh, 1, you know. Division 1, there could be up to, say, 30, 30 people on the cross-country team. Mm-hmm. And here at Division 2, you know, you're going to have 15, 20 at the max. And so 
you get that real family atmosphere and our team is very very close um a bunch of our guys are my roommates and uh, we all live together and we're all around each other um probably 24 7 um so I think I mean that really helps team wise when you go into meet knowing that you have your brothers right by your side and run with you and so I think that's what's great about the division two and Tarleton absolutely um I'd agree with that. So you guys, uh, who, who do you live with? I live with uh, Kyle Doty and uh, Mikey Simcoe. Okay, okay. Um, obviously, you guys are close. Um, you know, ha- have you, you guys have talked about, obviously, making this jump before. And how thrilled are the rest of your teammates that you guys are running like this? Yeah, you know, we're, we're all excited, you know, I think that first meet at Amy, and we're like, wow, you know, guys, we're fit, like, this is our year, you know, like, uh, we're making a big jump, I mean, everyone had huge PRs all across the board there at uh, a and you know, to have our team average at 25-10, and then um, me and Joe under 25, and our other guys just right there, I mean, we're all excited, we're really excited about this year, and we're ready for the uh, postseason to begin. Yeah, absolutely, so... Um, I want to look at, uh, I don't want to get too far ahead of us here, you know, and you don't have to talk much about it if you want, but as we move towards the end of the season, you know, indoor comes up, outdoor comes out or comes up as well. What, uh, you're obviously looking to make the same jumps there. Is there anything you're trying to focus on when you get to the indoor and outdoor season? Um, I mean, I would think, um, probably focus on the 10K, 5K double. I think, you know, speed is really well, not my thing. Um, that's more John and Mikey, you know, they're great. They're great 1,500 and 800 guys. Um, just try to, probably, try to focus on the 10K and 5K and try to hit some traditional maps. Um, just got to keep this fitness up and um, heading into indoor and outdoor. Absolutely. So, um, a couple more things. You know, one, are you a superstitious guy? Do you have any superstitions, you know, um, before meets and everything? Yeah, you know, I gotta try, I mean, I try to eat the same thing before every meet, um, drop the same pair of socks every meet, so I think everyone, I think pretty much everyone is a little super, uh, superstitious, so I think I very am. Okay, so you say, you, you say you try to eat the same thing every time before meat, what is it, what is your go-to breakfast here? Okay, I got a, uh, peanut butter sandwich, okay. and then a banana, and then I read Nick Simmons' book, he said you gotta wait 30 minutes and then eat something else so your blood pressure doesn't spike so after 30 minutes I eat a, uh, a granola bar and then I mean it's been working this season so I just stick with it <laughs> so did you just institute that this year or I, I've never heard that before. I haven't read Nick Simmons book so that would probably be why I haven't heard it but did yeah, you I just I just read this I just read this book um, I read it on the way to meet and you mentioned that but he eats um, he would eat something 30 minutes um, after you already ate breakfast before um the race so your blood pressure wouldn't spike um, and then level up so I was like okay I'm gonna try that and it's been working hey man it, 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 it's worked really well so far I feel like you know yeah I mean Nick, Nick's into the man so <laughs> yeah uh, we're really saying um so are you do you eat run gum you know do you do any of that uh I've tried it um it's a little different I'll tell you that um so I mean I'm a big fan of his and uh He's a great guy. I mean, he's a Vision 3 guy that went, um, that went pro and did all that, 142, Olympics, all that. So, 
you know, he's a great guy to look up to for especially for small division uh, two runners like us. <laughs> That's fair. You know, he Nick you know, kind of paved the way for kind of what is happening now with Division Two and Division Three, and I'm a big, exactly. I'm a big believer of, you know, if you can run, you can run. It doesn't really matter where you do it, right? So yeah, exactly. So um, I'm excited to see you guys uh, work your way up the South Central Region ranking, man. Um, I truly believe that you guys are going to be able to. Um, you know, grab a bid here for nationals. I know it changed a little bit, so it makes it a little bit easier for everybody. Um, it's going to be a dogfight, obviously. Uh, you know, you you sound extremely confident, uh, which is awesome. You know, you can't ever really question those abilities, uh, especially you have this trust in your coach that is awesome to see. Uh, I guess the last couple of things, or I guess the last thing I want to ask you, man, is what what do you think is the limit for this team? You know, where do you, where do you see this season ending for you guys? Um, I would think, you know, the sky's on it for us. Uh, I think we're very confident in what we're doing. Um, I think we can go to regionals and uh, make our names for ourselves to get that national good. I really, I really truly believe that, you know, this is the year. And like I said, we have zero seniors, so we'll most definitely be back um, next year even stronger. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so I guess that leads me into a new question. I'm sorry. I, um, what? How does your class look like for next year? Have you guys, you know, pulled in? I, I know they're not official yet, but if you guys, yeah, are you excited to see with what you can do next year as you guys move into seniors? And then this past freshman class, um, they move forward, you know, with another year under their belt and then an incoming class of freshmen. Yeah, I think, um, I think just the uh, um, just us being um, – much, um, they're much improved this year, and getting our name out there, I think um, the coach is going to see that, and they're going to see, like, oh, wow, you know, it's all up and they, they're, they're on the come up, they're on the line, and I think people are going to want to join that, and um, the freshmen, you know, they're going to have a year in their belt, um, we've had a couple that um, are on our team, you know, in the top seven, and they're doing great, I just think they're going to make steps to the recruitment the next year, and um, I think we'll be even better next year, and, you know, I think the sky's the limit for this team and the future of this program. And uh, especially with uh, Coach Palmer in the hands of it. Yeah, awesome, man. Hey, so I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Um, you know, best of luck to you and the rest of your teammates throughout the rest of the season. You know, we'll definitely be tuned in to see how you guys do at Lone Star. And uh, you know, I'm super excited to see that South Central Regional. So, uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Quinn Lasseter here today on Second Win. Uh, Quinn, uh, like I said, best of luck. Um, have a great rest of your day, man. Yeah, thank you guys. I had a blast. Thank you. Awesome. See you, man.